Welcome to the brand new series, The Clone Wars, Volume 2, Chapter 8 of the Power Narrative Podcast, Tied Up in Knots. I am your host, B. Green, aka Belief Narrative, empowering you through awareness, inspiration, and motivation through the power of story. I am both humbled and grateful to see the Power Narrative community continuing to grow. Special shout out to my power plugs out there in the UK, Norway, and Sweden, no matter where you are in the world. Thank you for commenting, downloading, subscribing, hitting that notification bell. Just thank you. So, the saying, to thine own self be true is great advice. But what happens if you don't quite know who you are? Trust me, the term finding yourself is a real thing. That's why you find people experiencing what's known as a midlife crisis because they ignored the truth about themselves and built a life on a role that they assumed was them that they found out really wasn't. And by the time they figure it out and do something about it, it appears as though they have lost their minds. Before you can ever find out who you are, you first have to eliminate who you are not. And sometimes we're so tied up in knots that the real us is held hostage to the clones. You know, the versions of ourselves that we try to be in order to be acceptable to those whom we're trying to appease. Meanwhile, killing our true self and neglecting the gift that we were meant to share with the world. As a storyteller, I have a great love and deep appreciation for most things in the Star Wars universe. One of the newer shows that has piqued my interest is Star Wars The Bad Batch. Basically, there's a group of specialized clones who were created slightly different than the majority. They were secretly created closer to having artificial intelligence rather than the stricter programming of the other clones. So the story goes that a major order was enacted that all the clones had to follow this specific set of instructions. All except for the Bad Batch, who were not known for following orders, thus their name. So when everyone else went left, they didn't follow suit, but rather found out that they were left to figure it out on their own and make their own choice. They didn't agree with this new order because it went against everything that they fought for and pitted them against the very people that they fought alongside and were once protecting. Now, as much as they wanted to be free thinkers and do what they thought was right, within their line of programming, 
Deep within the recesses of their brain was what was known as an inhibitor chip. Now this chip was placed there to override their so-called free will and get them back in line with the majority. They didn't even have a clue that it was in there until another rogue clone made them aware of it, warned them, and taught them how to dismantle it. And they found out the hard way that the rogue clone was telling the truth when the enemy was able to activate this inhibitor chip in not one, but two of their members. And those members were instructed to kill them. I tell you this story because I know that there is a part of you that wants to do better, that wants to be better, but deep within the recesses of your mind, there's something there that inhibits you, or as the definition of the word implies, restrains or prevents you from being or doing what it is that you really want to do. There's something that makes you self-conscious and unable to relax and be your natural self. And some of us have been inhibited for so long that we have no clue as to what that natural person would look like or feel like or respond to life if we ever broke free from the invisible web that has us ensnared. There's a story about a man who started feeling strange and he couldn't figure out what it was. So it was suggested to him that he go seek therapy and he hemmed and hawed about it after a while and just decided to go do it. So he gets to the therapy session and the therapist asks him, why are you here? And the man responded, you know, I really don't know because my life is really good. You know, I'm a good father, a good husband. I'm a good uncle, a good son. You know, I'm, I'm an excellent employee. So yeah, I really don't know why I'm here. The therapist said, hmm, you know, it's a really good thing that you know how to show up when it benefits other people, but do you know who you are? for yourself. The weight of these words hit this man so hard that he broke down and started crying because he knew at that moment that that was the real reason why he needed therapy. He had no clue as to who he was for himself. Sometimes we get so caught up in a particular role that we make the mistake of assuming that role as our true identity and forget who we are or rather want to escape the person that we see ourselves as. Erase all those roles, strip it down to the core, and that's where you will find you. Spend time getting to know and be comfortable with who that man or that woman is. So in case you have forgotten who you are, let's run down who you are not. You are not your location. Where you have been placed, where you live, is your surroundings, not your identity. Even if 
where you live or your environment requires you to carry yourself in a specific way. Now, granted, different environments have different rules of engagement, but if you don't like where you are, trust me, you have the power to leave. Now, I'm going to share a phrase that is very familiar to you, but I'm going to do it in a way that exposes it for what it truly is. Now, you can take the man out the library, but you can't take the library out the man. Now, how much sense does that make? How you carry yourself in a library is not the same way you would carry yourself at a football game. Following different rules of engagement has nothing to do with your identity. You are not your choices. Be very mindful and intentional with your I am statements. Being tied to or bound to something is an issue of legality. Please do your research. Know why you do what you do and why you call yourself by a specific name so you can, as the old folks say, read your title clear. Now, you may have chosen some things on your road to self-discovery that didn't work out and for good reason. You may not be able to change some of the consequences that have come along with those choices, but as long as you have breath in your body, you can make new choices. You are not the roles you play. And sometimes we make the mistake of wrapping up our self-worth in these roles. And then once the role is gone, so goes our self-worth. I think of these great actors who land these monumental roles that we come to know them and love them for. There are some actors I can tell you right now, I don't have the slightest clue as to what their real names are. To me, they're the character that they play. And they play these roles for so long and we get so accustomed to them in these roles that when they decide to do something else, we take issue and wonder, why did you do that? They can get lost in the role and in their celebrity, the role is what is actually celebrated and not the person that genuinely creative, gifted individual to whom the role was given. So there you are tied up in knots while the clones run free, draining you of precious time. And you find yourself waiting for someone to come and protect and save me. Look, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's the honest truth. No one is coming. If you're waiting for confirmation or permission, well, here it is. I'm about to share with you one of the most empowering phrases in all of scripture that is so very misinterpreted, overlooked, and downplayed. What's that phrase? Here it is. Save yourselves. The one that we're waiting on to save us 
has come a long, long, long time ago and left and went back and has left you and I with a gift that we were warned not to neglect. I clearly remember him in scripture telling a specific woman, your faith has made you whole. The message is repeated in story after story in scripture. Save yourselves from this generation. Yet we neglect our gift and we put faith and trust in systems and in people who operate in those systems waiting for the world to change and yet it remains in chaos. We're consumed by what these people that we don't even know have to say and we refuse to put an ounce of faith in ourselves and the people who are right next to us who have the ability to have the greatest impact in our world in our own neighborhoods besides how can someone free you from a place that you've convinced yourself that you belong so the challenge question is this are we going to continue operating in the limited mindset that has us all tied up in knots, telling us that all we are and all we ever will be is products of our environment? Or are we going to free ourselves, activate our gift and take our power back from the clones that we created? To change the narrative in your life, Take the next step, invest in yourself and book a life strategy coaching session with me at www.beliefinteriordesign.com. Let's start the journey of making belief reality.